Hi, I'm Tracy, an impassioned lady on a quest to slay working motherhood and find fulfillment. I'm here to help you navigate the beautiful and damned in the life of a working mom. I'm a PA, mom, wife, and lover of fashion who is guiding my fellow working moms to ditch the dread and find fulfillment in the wonder and the war zone that is modern motherhood. I teach you the clinical pearls you need to create a life you love, pearls you can apply today to change your life tomorrow. Skirt around those heavy real life topics? No way. Here you'll get an unfiltered ringside seat. You'll hear about the good, the bad, and the ugly. Parenting, step-parenting, marriage, motherhood, faith, and finances are all topics we will sit down and unpack together. Think of this as your one-stop shop for all the motivation and encouragement you need to help navigate working motherhood. Each week, it's like a mom's night out had a baby with a TED Talk. Then the mom's night out went back to work. Pull up a seat, get settled, and get ready to be inspired and encouraged. This is Fulfilled, the podcast. Today on Fulfilled, we have Tara Bouchard. Tara is a full-time working mom to Kendall and Nolan, an incredibly skilled and talented surgical PA, and has been a friend and mentor of mine since I started working at the same hospital as Tara six years ago. Thank you for being here today, Tara. Thanks for having me. (sighs) I want to talk about (laughs) one of the things which is like the bravest, coolest thing I've ever seen you do. Several years ago, you said to me, we're thinking of picking up everything and selling our house and moving to the beach. And I was like, sure you are. And then you did it. You moved to the beach and you sold your house and you sold everything in it. And you moved with your crazy cats and your kids and your spouse. Isn't it crazy kids? Crazy and the kids cats? and crazy cats. No. All, everyone who was Everyone's crazy. crazy. Everyone Maybe was me small too. and crazy. Uh-huh. And you had nowhere to live. Not really. So tell the story. <laughs> tell the story of this. I'm so excited. This is like um, what I'm looking forward to. So Nate and I grew up separately, but our families always vacationed at the same beach. We became obsessed with this beach town of Ocean City, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Which is not that far from our home where we lived before. Like it's, it's like, like it's two, two hours. hours. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about Philly traffic. So that's always a, another. It's like three hours. Maybe. Gnashing of teeth. So, um, so we talked a lot about, you know, just wouldn't it be great to just even have a vacation house at the beach, have time at the beach. So, um, so. Five years ago, Nate actually talked me into buying a camper near the beach. It's a, it's like a 40-foot-long two-bedroom camper, and that it was like our weekend getaway. Mm-hmm. Every weekend this summer, Literally, you guys are here, yeah. unless you're on call. <laughs> it, was, it was parked at the campground, which was near the beach, and we were down at that camper, and it just became harder and harder to leave. Like, like my heart would break when I yes. leave that. that. And, and, you know, like, we kept trying to tell ourselves, well, that's because we were on vacation this weekend, or that's because we weren't doing anything. We were relaxing. And so it took a while to sort through those feelings and realize, no, it's it's like the actual like the beach vibe. is calling, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And you know what? We really got disillusioned with the rat race that we were in. Um, we, you know, I loved my job. I loved my house. We built our house. It was, you know, we our kids went to a wonderful school, but it was a private school. Um, and because we lived in Allentown and we weren't comfortable with other options. So they went to private school, but so we see money just flying out the door, Mm -hmm. big mortgage school. How do you save? You're working. Mm -hmm. What are you working for the weekend? You know? And so we were going through all this and, um, Nate said, yeah, we, we really should talk about moving to the beach. And so, you know, I was, I was, I don't flipping through a book. I can't even quote, like, I don't even know what I was reading, but I read a little quote and it said the difference between dreams and reality 
is action. Yes. So I, 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 and I'm not a post-it note person, but I wrote that on a post-it note and I stuck it on the mirror and I looked at it every day and I said, we need an action plan because you can't just pack up and move to the beach. So, um, you know, we looked at our assets. What did we have? We had a camper near the beach. That's all we had really at the beach. What we didn't have jobs, we didn't have like childcare lined up. We had two cats that we had to accommodate for. So, um, you know, finding- Which was a- done in a very creative way in the end. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that part. <laughs> so, you know, um, it, it, it seemed overwhelming, you know, but we realized that we, like, like you approach anything else in life, like you have to plan a little bit and be methodical, which are not my strengths. Mm-hmm. More, Nate is a fantastic numbers cruncher. So we looked at what it would mean to sell our house. Did we have enough equity in our house? What would we get for our house? Mm -hmm. So once we looked at the financials, we said, well, where would we move? Well, finding a house in a beach town, unless you win the lottery, is is kind of hard to do. Mm-hmm. So Nate came up, I'll give him credit, with this crazy idea. He which said, you then went along with, which was very brave. So. I did. Nate said, well, you know, depending on if and when we get jobs, our campgrounds open in the summer. So let's move into our camper. It wouldn't cost us anything. We're already paying the seasonal fee to be there. So we'll just move into the camper for the summer. And then we'll we'll rent a beach house for the school months, um, which is called a winter rental around here, you know, which is a fraction of the cost of, you know, doing a yearly rental, which is, you know, if you're going to pay to live at the beach at the summer, it's going to cost you more than a mortgage would. So, and you're trying to save to buy eventually. Sure. Eventually we want to buy a house (laughs) beyond the camper. Um, and I thought he was crazy and I kind of dismissed it and, you know, and then I, and then Nate showed me the winter rental house that he had picked out in Ocean City. He said, you know, these schools are the top schools in the area. I found a house right behind the school. We're going to live there for nine months after we live in the camper for the summer. He's like, and that's going to give us time to save and to figure out our next step. This is very hard. So it's like, you're like, we're making a major move. We're moving away from everything we've known for the last decade more. And we have a 12 month plan only. We do. But we still didn't have jobs at this point either. So can I can I like divert a little yes, into how I got yes, my job? Because yes. this is like this is like heavenly ordained, I think. So I was, you know, so we started talking about this stuff, but I kept being defensive. Nate, Nate, I love my job. You know, I don't want to leave my job. I, I won't find a surgical job like I have now. And anyway, Nate said, you need to work on it. So I was back to the action. Stop saying part. it won't happen yeah. and look to try and make it. Yeah. So, you know, to try to continue with the action part of the dream, making it into the reality. I did start applying for my my New Jersey license, which is like selling your firstborn. So yes. I was I was in the midst of the paperwork, but I still had no job. And I was I think it was September, maybe late September. And, and the, I was And you were gonna have to pay for it. The, the bill license. the bill was coming for the license. Oh, um yeah, like I mean we I we was like, com- yeah. we were committed to moving, but we didn't have the job part lined up and I was on the beach flipping through the local newspaper and I just happened upon an ad for a surgeon at a hospital that I'd never heard of. So um, I quick Googled the hospital, realized it was within distance of where, you know, we wanted to live in the Southern coastal New Jersey area. Mm -hmm. And I looked at the name of the surgeon they were advertising for, and it just struck me that this might be Tracy's former boss or from su- from not this job no, from like, two jobs ago from yes. a while ago like yes. the name was so just vaguely familiar so I, I actually wrote I think I took a picture of the ad or I wrote down the doctor's name and I took it home with me and just kind of stewed on this for a bit and then um Tracy you probably remember this well I like pulled you aside into a hallway shut the door <sighs> and I whispered to you is this the guy you used to work with and, and I was you- like yeah that is. 
I'm like, this is a real long shot, Trace, but can you contact oh, him yeah. for me? He was me? like my primary surgeon for a year. Yeah. Like, I mean, I knew him very well. So like, Trace, you whipped out your cell phone. You sent a very nice text. You like, you totally talked me up to him. and Which with, was all true, And within five minutes, he gave you contact for the administrators of the hospital and said, we're looking for a surgical yes. PA. And that's how I got my job at the beach. And it wasn't, a, so it wasn't a posting for a surgical PA. Nothing. It was an ad for a surgeon. In his uh, And I happened skills. to know him yeah. very well. Mm-hmm. And he also did a specialty that you were comfortable with. Like, I mean, it was just like the stars. All oh, right, I, right? I feel like, I feel like God just planned this out. And, and so beyond how strange that whole thing was, and you know, I went through the interview process. I, I landed the job. I, I was so happy with what we negotiated with the job. But now we had to, Nate. Nate needs gainful employment too, and it's, it's hard to find employment at the beach because 180 degrees of your search radius is now water. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're really limited in what you're looking for. You don't want to go too far away. And Nate was, be, yeah, yeah, Nate was managing at like a, a big home improvement store, mm-hmm. and I could see he was burned out. I mean, he was getting up early and you know every day and the opening manager of the store and like 4 a.m. early. Like he was like yeah, yeah he was going up at 2:30 yeah, a.m. Yes, he was like going in at four something crazy, yeah. even so, earlier than me. It was. Early. It was very. You early. two could definitely ha- buy for early <laughs> yeah, bird status it was here. Very early. Um, you know, and I said to Nate then one night, I said, "All right, Nate, we're making headway here. I got a job. Check. We, we yeah. have a place. Twelve months sort of somewhere to live. Some plan. sort of someplace to live. Yeah. And um, I said, Nate, you need a job. And I said, and frankly, I haven't seen you happy since you were like hawking appliances because Nate used to sell appliances before for, he worked his way. Out. Yeah, he just loved, you know selling and ma- and making the customer happy yes. it gave him and let's be honest it's a little more low stress than managing a store he he was putting in like so much time out of work we mm-hmm. talked about same, earlier same, nate's yeah. not drawing the line he can't because they're he he's they call the boss him man. They, yeah, yeah yeah anyway i told nate you you haven't been happy you should just sell appliances like kind of just offhandedly not even knowing that was a thing to do at the beach the next day nate came to me with a very strange look on his face and he said you're not going to believe this, but I found an ad for a third generation successful appliance store in Ocean City and in town that's hiring for a sales associate. And I'm going to apply to this job. So crazy. Yeah. So we can. And he down- just left for work to go sell appliances. Like- <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So Nate, Nate then got his job lined up. So the only thing left were we had two kids that we were going to move into a camper. So we put our house up for sale. We sold, sold all the belongings. All our belongings. Because yes. all we had was a camper with no storage and already had our beach junk mm-hmm. in. And we were going to rent a 10 by 15 storage unit. Yes. That so was it. Did, yeah. So furniture went, everything. Yeah. I mean, our, everything. our um, you know, we lived at our house for... 11 years so 11 years That's of our a lot life of stuff, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of stuff so we were down to just like our photo albums pretty much and um we said how are we going to move our two cats our pets to this this you know environment um we did secure a pet friendly rental but we still had the camper in the summer kind of in between us and that so Nate says I'm going to build them a catio so we built what looks like a chicken coop and we attached for cats, for cats yep. called a catio we attached it to the side of our camper we put the litter box in there undercover we gave the cats um a pet door that opened both ways we drove them down to our camper in New Jersey we dumped them in the camper they figured out the pet door and we never looked back so we got to, I called it Operation Point A to Point C, yes. S-E-A. <laughs> and we had a great first year living here. And I really can tell you that rat race feeling has gone away. Yeah. We just love being here. I can tell. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it all worked out in the end because we did our research and we ended up settling right across the bridge from Ocean City. So we're a little off island. We're five minutes away and we have the house we want and 
friend, good friends yeah, coming to visit. Nice. You get a lot of friends when you move to the beach yeah. and that, I love that. That's I just good. love yes, seeing people. Good to, yeah, people but, come and see you. But I need you to come see us even if we lived yes, in the camper. That is true. So that's we good too. We absolutely would. Yeah. So um, the difference between dreams and reality is action. This feels like a really great time to tell you guys about my new guide. It is the quick start guide to clarify your core values. It's to help you get focused and get clear on what is most important to you as a working mom. It walks you through a simple three-step process to determine, consolidate, and personalize your unique core values. Clarifying these core values is the first step to living a fulfilled life. Click the link in the show notes to download your guide today. Yeah, so I mean, I'm hearing you say like, this was something that sort of was tugging, was tugging, was tugging. One of us said it out loud mm-hmm. and the other one was like, that's insane, yes, but, but I want to <laughs> do it. Yeah. So that's crazy. It would mm-hmm. disrupt our whole lives ultimately in a good way. But for now, in a very like pulling the kids from school, leaving a job that I love, mm-hmm. like my all my friends are here. I mean, there's you could make a laundry list of reasons why not to. Definitely. So many reasons. And then you yeah. did anyway. I mean, you said mm-hmm. like, all of these things are facts. They're true. And I still want to change our life in the following way. Mm-hmm. All of these things are facts and they're true. And we're going to step out off what feels like a cliff with a smaller cliff below it, with a smaller cliff below that. Yeah. Like we know we're not going to fall to the bottom. Right. And we have these steps in place, but we don't really know where we're living in 12 months, which even just saying that sentence yeah. makes me like, Oh my right. Lord. I mean, the we, we had planned like, you know, Z, which was, hmm, maybe we'll just move back into the camper for the next summer. And then and buy we'll, yourself two years. Then you'd have yeah. two years. So you'd do that again. I'll tell you, like, we made it work and we could do a whole nother podcast about glamping, which yes. is, you know, grill, <laughs> grilling outside every night, sure. um, taking, going to the laundromat. Yep. Yep. Try to find a place going that to serves the margaritas beach, near but, the laundromat. Yes. But like is, going to the beach yeah. and living what is ultimately like your best life. Like you said, like our best life exists at the beach and we're here and we need to get there. Right. And, and yes, my kids will be mad to leave their friends and and their league and their this and their that. It's not always pleasant. still, We want this and yeah. we're doing it. And because we knew to ultimately it, you know, our kids are going to probably argue against this, but they're not here. So, um, you know, it was the best thing for our family as much as, you know. No, it was not a selfish decision. It, it was not yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and you and Trace, you heard it. We're You yeah. and I are headed to the beach and my 11-year-old daughter ha- really has no interest in going to the beach. She doesn't want to get sunburned. I think I talked her into it though. Yeah, Trace's <laughs> flavor. So they are, she's going to go. Um, so I always kind of chuckle at that. It's actually a little frustrating that my kids profess to hate going to the beach, but I think it's just their age. And yeah. once they get there, they're usually good, but they miss their friends and stuff. But I've said like, you know, making a couple good friendships here and some opportunities here, we just remind them like how different things would be if we were still in the kind of the rat race we were in. There's just more opportunity here to just breathe a little bit. I think that opportunity for deep breaths, opportunity to create margin, like these things are so important and they're not in America. We love to like objectively measure like, Oh, I was this percentage, this there. And now I'm this percentage. you know, it's not always like that. It's like, I was frazzled and now I'm at peace or I was like overwhelmed and overscheduled and like felt like our life was running us. And now I'm here and 
I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. And I don't know that the beach is necessarily the magic ingredient. I think it's going to look different for everybody. But if you can identify, if there's something that's really irking you and you don't take it head on, are you ever going to find peace? Probably not. And I think that it's important to say like, you didn't just like quit your jobs and sell your house. That would be true. And then, right. Like, I mean, that would be walking off the cliff. Like that would be like, Oh, who do we have to feed all these two kids? Right. Like, so you can't just like shoot from the hip with major life decisions. Absolutely. But like, if you want to work part time, you have to get your spouse on board with that. You have to figure out if it works for the group you're working for right now or find a new group that does need someone part-time. Sure. Benefits. Yes. Who's going to carry benefits if you're part-time? I mean, like all of these things that you have to say, like if I'm looking in the future and I say the most fulfilled, best version of Tracy has a business where she chats with her friends on a podcast and then coaches moms in medicine. And she can't do that if she's working full-time, running a household, married with a million children and two dogs. I can't get rid of the dogs. I can't get rid of the children. I'm not willing to get rid of the marriage. Like, which one of these things am I willing to what can you adjust? sacrifice right. or it's adjust? It's a location. It's a career choice. Yeah, there's but the, but it's once you identify, you know, your thing, the thing you can change, and you come up with the steps, and, and that does that does require some putting it to paper and also crunching. a lot of discussion. Like mm-hmm. for us, when we make a big decision like this. We decide we're going to buy a new house and move across town or do what whatever it is. Life is like, has this like certain inertia. We're just like going along. This is the way things have always been. Like, this is the house we have always lived yeah. in. Like, this is the place we have always, this is the job I've always loved. Like, right. and, and then you're like bumping along and your spouse looks at you and says, I think we should move to the beach or I want to work part-time or mm-hmm. we should have another baby or yes, whatever, all like all of these things. things. <laughs> and the other spouse is like, huh? wait, what? Like things were going so well. Like, you know, like they weren't amazing, but they weren't terrible. Right. Like, why are we even changing? And so then you have to have a dialogue where you say like, I feel called to whatever. be able to walk to the beach yeah. after work. You know, I feel called to start a business coaching moms. Like I feel called to make another human. Like, so these things and your spouse has to say, Oh, well, I do or don't also feel called, but and, I'm worried about yeah. college. I'm worried about the kids. I'm worried about this. And yeah. they're like, well, I'm worried about that too, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. And you know what? It, it's totally true that if you're in a relationship, a partnership, you know, these things aren't possible unless you're both on board. I mean, if, if, Nate and I weren't hundred percent working together on the same goal. There's no way one of us would have been persuaded to move into a camper for, right. and, and oh, give yeah. up a job that we liked and right. et cetera. Yeah. So, you know, but that all starts with dialogue. Like you said, get the ball rolling, get the conversational ball rolling. And you know, if, if it looks like it's something that can at least be discussed, you can certainly start writing your stuff down to, to, you know, make your action plan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when we like, when we had a conversation about, me starting to work part-time I'm saying optimistically like by the time this airs hopefully it's true um when we started having a conversation about I want to work part-time Dan said oh so you caught him off guard the first time he just kind of he was like I don't know I didn't know okay um and he's like what about the money sure and I'm like okay what that's what you're worried about I was like what's your main concern and he said I'm worried about the money I said okay we ran a mock budget of next month with me working full time and next month with me working part time. We looked at awesome retirement. Yeah. This we looked at like what our gross income was going to be hit by. Like I'm super nerdy. Anyway, I was like, let me show you the spreadsheet of yeah. our lives. Like, you know, Nate and- loves that too. Yes. Like if, if you love to, cr- it's good to have fine. Marry someone that likes to crunch numbers. <laughs> if, you <don't. laughs> if you don't, if you don't, it would be the number. Tracy, cr- yeah, right. Nate, I'll do it for you. Do it for you. <laughs> but-, but like, it was like, I was like, 
oh, you're worried about money? Oh, I'm not worried about money at all. There's plenty of money. We'll be fine. And he was like, oh, can you prove it? Like, he, yeah. you know, and he just was like, checks yeah. and balances, like he right? was just like, I just don't want to just like, we don't need any more money. Let's all quit everything. Yeah. You know? And I was like, well, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying we decrease this by this much. And then we slide this over here. Yeah. Less childcare here. Yeah. You know, whatever like whatever it, it is. Like, like I'm going to get groceries and it'll be cheaper or whatever. Right. And I said like, this is our, re- yes. Like this is our real <laughs> expenses and this is what it would look like. And like, and he, and I, it was so funny. Cause we looked at the numbers and I was like, look, this is all it is. And Dan was like, look at all this money. Like he, I was like, oh, there's a tiny decrease. And he was like, it's major. Like, we just like yeah, have very talking, different perspectives. Yes. Like, and he's like, okay, like I'm on board with this. And then I'm like, okay, also uh, um, with my extra time, I want to start a business where I'm doing this. And like, will you be my sound engineer for the podcast and also do all of the infographics? And he was like, and he's like, <laughs> Oh, you know, like we have the yeah. same conversation over and over again. Uh, and also, uh, and also, yeah. you know. Well, because too, you, now you got to add the depth to it. Nate did this to me, he, you know, with, with buying the camper. Mm. He said to me, would you like to live at the, would you like to have a beach house? Well, Nate, I'd love to have sure, a Sure, yes. House. Like, do you have one in your pocket? Did we win the lottery? And like, I don't know. He, and then, you know, you know, we have a boy and a girl. So in my mind, whenever we travel, three rooms is great. One for the adults, one for the boy, one for the girl. And he's like, well, could you live with a two bedroom beach house? Well, Nate, yeah, I guess we can make it work. Sure. We could get yeah, some yeah. We're at the beds. beach. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. And then Nate's like, so I found this camper. <laughs> and that's that's how he got me. But it's dying. Sounds, it's so right? funny. It's but And it's funny because do. Nate is the nerd and I'm the nerd. And I also have the big ideas. And I feel like in your marriage, Nate is also the one that's like, let's do this. Let's do, let's do this. Yeah. Like he's like, let's live at the beach, yeah. you know. It's, it's like, it's like fishing. You kind of, you catch them. You know, but then you got to jerk the hook and start reeling them in until you caught them. Yeah. So, yeah, I think if you have this, you're dreaming big. So if you have a big dream, the thing is, is you got to communicate that on, you know, maybe a little bit at a time, give a little substance at a time. And so oh, you can't say like, we will soon own a million dollar lake house. And they're like, whoa, right. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, ah, like, would you like more time at the lake? I should be better about that. Like, I need to take some notes from Nate. You'll get a shack. You'll find a shack at the lake. Right. Like, can we start with a cabin? Like, can we start with the this? You know, and just like. Well, no, Nate, Nate will wave the the million dollar like front house at me. That's like the carrot. He's like this. Yeah. (laughs) And then we scale back to the cabin with maybe no plumbing, you know, however that looks, you know. Like an outhouse. Yeah. It's like an outhouse. I mean, I feel like now it's like. (laughs) I mean, now you live in a beautiful house. Not walking distance, but driving distance from the beach with a pool that our kids thoroughly enjoyed yesterday and a school district that you're happy with and a yard that the kids can play in. Like, mm-hmm. And that was because you said we're dreaming a dream together mm-hmm. and it's going to make our family uncomfortable for a period of time. Mm-hmm. And cranky for a while mm-hmm. and doing laundry at the laundromat when we haven't done that for a decade. Right. And these are the temporary sacrifices for the long-term gain and we're we're willing to accept this much pain i do need plumbing right so you like specify like yeah, I, this is like this is the line i will not believe cross. it or not we had a toilet a shower and a full kitchen and i'm telling yes. you it's glamping it's not really so yeah so you were good. like i'm willing to yeah. accept this degree of pain for one year two years five years one year two years not three years right like you say like this is the parameters Your we limits. put on our sacrifice boundary, yeah. we're willing to sacrifice this so that someday have everything yes yeah like more people should be doing that because right now we're just we're saying i want all the things but i'm not willing to give up this other stuff so you don't make the leap you don't do it you get you stay just stuck in the rut so yeah i think this is so important for people to hear because i think there are people listening that are 
dreaming big dreams and wanting different things. And they just don't know how to get from point A to point C. Point C. Right? Yeah. That's so catchy. I love that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, in our reality, you know, we weren't going to be, you know, if we had endless sources of money, we won the lottery or some, we have some. You would not have lived in a camper, right? Right. Like we would have showed up in Ocean City with our million dollars and said, I'll take that house. That one, right. Yes. And, and, you know, that's, that's the easy, that's easy. You can do that. But, you know, that's not normal middle-class life. You have to. I also don't think it grows your family in the same way. So if your kids were like, ah, yes, we just collect houses and like we have one here and we get one there, like your kids experienced temporary pain Mm -hmm. living in a camper being uprooted from their lives like joining a new school like and now they get to benefit from the life whether they're willing to admit that they love it or not like right Mm because they're teenagers so we'll let that slide Mm -hmm. but like they saw you guys sacrifice a very comfortable life. Oh, yeah. Remember we had the theater in the basement yes. of our house? and we, the ping pong table. Yeah, was, we used to go trick-or-treating in your neighborhood. It's such a good neighborhood. Like, Yeah, we had, the, and, you know, from their perspective. Nothing was wrong. No. Nothing was wrong. No. You just said, I But I it wasn't it, right. But Well, you said, I think it could be better. Yeah, true. I think it could be more what we what need. What we want. More what we want. Yeah. Like, more fulfilling for us. Like, more. No, we had what we needed. Yes. But what did we want? Yes. We didn't really we didn't really want what we had. Maybe that's, you know, we, we wanted something. You had different. something a lot of other people wanted, but it wasn't what you wanted. Yeah. I think ultimately that temporary pain or that uncomfortableness, you know, ultimately are we in a million dollar beach house? No, we're not. Are we comfortable with our decision? We're so comfortable. We love what we don't want to say we love the journey, but the journey is fun to talk about and it happens. It's so memorable mm-hmm. and it's so powerful for you guys and for the kids. And like, who doesn't want to raise kids who say, I'm an engineer, but I want to be a poet. I'm a this, but I want, I live in the East Coast, but I want to be on the West Coast. And then they say, and I'm willing to sacrifice this corporate income for that life. I'm willing to sacrifice yeah. this for that. And like, we can't have it all. Yes. We really, we, we can't have it all in terms of like, you know, what, what money can buy, mm-hmm. you know? So I think the kids saw mom and dad wanted this location. That's sort of an affluent area. It's kind of hard to get your foot in the door. And it's hard to get a job it in this different way. And they, you know, yep, had a different approach. And a little bit of suffrage, yeah. you know, and a long-term gain. Right. And someday they will do that in some way and you'll be like, it's working. Yeah. Right? I hope. <laughs> it's working. All right. We're going to wrap it up. So thank you so much. It's really important for people to hear. You're not alone in wanting to go back to work. Like, here's how you set boundaries with home and with work. And here's how you, like, chase a big dream in a way that doesn't make you starve to death. I think that's important. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's important. Well, thanks for having me, Trace. I'm so glad we get to go to the beach now. Yes. To the beach we go. Until next time, keep on slaying your own fire-breathing dragons. Thank you so much for hitting play on another episode of Fulfilled, the podcast. I have a favor to ask. If you like what you heard today, please tell your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on social. You can tag me on Instagram at Mrs. Tracy Bingaman, and you can tag the podcast at Fulfilled Podcast. And please consider leaving a review. I'd love to hear what you think and your reviews can help other moms find me so they can grow alongside you. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget to subscribe so you get next week's episode automatically in your podcast queue. Instant inspiration and all the mom jokes? Yes, please. We'll see you next week on Fulfilled the Podcast.